The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at theeppodcast.com. down here at the nine foot homemade oak bar we have a brand new principal in the area over at queen of martyrs they have a new one uh steven davidson is here how are you steve great thanks for having me i really appreciate it you're a local guy i am i, I was am. surprised by that because you know sometimes we get people who are like well you know i'm from the area but they're like a suburb over or they're you know they're within 15 minutes or they used to live in evergreen yeah you you came over to the house you're like i, I don't even know why i drove i could have walked over here you're an evergreen park guy both of my parents uh, grew up in Evergreen. Uh, my dad and all my aunts and uncles went to Queen of Martyrs. That was one of the things that uh, brought me to Queen of Martyrs. My mom grew up uh, over on 94th and Avers. So uh, I personally grew up in Evergreen Park. Or, no, I'm sorry, in Oak Lawn. Um, but I was here all the time because my grandparents lived on 102nd in St. Louis. So I was there all the time and, uh, you know, playing in that parking lot behind Queen of Martyrs all the time and going to the Martyrs Fest and uh, now I live over uh, in Evergreen Park in the Southwest Quadrant here, and I uh, have three kids. And uh, yeah, it's a great commute now. <laughs> are they? Are the kids all going to Martyrs? Are they older? What? what? No, my kids are. Uh, my kids are over at Redeemer right now. So oh wow! They, they've they've been Holy there for. Holy cow! You're the principal. Yep. Of Martyrs. Yep. And you got your kids. Yeah. In Redeemer, there's a rivalry there. Those two Catholic schools. There's a rivalry there. Like. Are you afraid that you just said that on the podcast and no, now people are going to no. get mad at you? I, you know, I, I, I'm a big supporter of all the Catholic schools around here, and my kids laughed a little bit about it when they knew that I was uh, taking the job. But last year, I got an opportunity to serve on the, the school board at, at, at uh, Most Holy Redeemer. So had a great relationship with Father Highland and, and Mr. Turney. And um, so when, they, uh, when I told them that I was uh, going to take the position over at Queen of Martyrs, there was a little bit of smiling and stuff going on. Yeah. But, uh, no, it's a good good rivalry. I, I love those rivalries, whether it's with, you know, Redeemer or St. Christina or any other schools around here. The, the, those are healthy, healthy rivalries. Redeemer's having a big event on September the 7th. We're going to have the organizers of that on later on in this show. And we have Glenn Panuski from The Village with an entire list of events coming up here as the fall season kicks off. Evergreen Park gets very busy. Can't believe I'm talking about fall here in August already. This episode of the EP Podcast brought to you proudly by the First National Bank of Evergreen Park. You need a bank you can rely on, one with an incredible rate on CDs, but look out for that statement savings special. You're getting 4%, 4% on a savings account. That's some interest right there, and there's no penalty to pull the money out because it's just a savings account. If you do qualifying activities, you get a $200 bonus, just like you get a $300 bonus on their checking account, and no ATM fees, and no overdraft charges, and personalized attention. That's why I have all my money up there, my kids' money up there, my business at the corner of 95th and Pulaski at the First National Bank of Evergreen Park. Stop in and see them today, member FDIC. Let's talk a little bit, though, about Queen of Martyrs. It, it's an interesting situation with that school just because of its geography. Yeah. It, it is one of those things where I know there's, there's, there's Evergreen Park folks that go over there, but is it, are you learning already? Like, geographically, it's probably more of a Mount Greenwood school? Yeah, and I think traditionally that's been the case, too. So, you know, I, I, don't, I don't have actual stats, but, you know, I've said to other people— I, Seems like it's more of a like a 60, 40, 70, 30 Mount Greenwood versus Evergreen split. I think most people agree with that. There's uh, 
you know, we have a lot of families from uh, 107th because Mount Greenwood is split up the same way as Evergreen is with other Catholic schools. Yeah, you got, Saint, you got Christina, Christina yeah, St. Exactly. Catherine's on the other side, St. John Fisher. Um, so, yeah, lots of competition, lots of good competition. Um, and, uh, you know, I think our, our larger population comes from the Mount Greenwood area, though, definitely. So you had a school here or a church here mm-hmm. in, in Evergreen mm-hmm. that, that closed and yeah. now combined with Queen of Martyrs. Correct. I know they want everybody to come over right. to, to Martyrs, but geographically, again, it's another thing you're almost like skipping by Redeemer to get there. Did you get any yeah. new kids? There's been some kids that have come over from uh, the St. Bernadette, uh, you know, the former parish, St. Bernadette. And yeah, so St. Bernadette and Queen of Martyrs have joined into one parish as St. Gianna. Uh, Father Benedict, who I believe has been on the podcast before as well. Yes, yeah. Yeah, great guy. Yeah, um, he was he, he was over at Bernadette at the time. He, yes. And, and I had him on because he does that thing where he brings the cow out. He does. A, on a big giant grid. <laughs> yes. And people bet on where the cow is going to poop. Cow pie bingo. Exactly. And then somebody wins money and people try to intimidate the cow to move it or try to call it over to their square. Right. While they feed this cow and right. try to get the cow. Yeah, it's, we it's had, crazy. We had it this year uh, in June at uh, Queen of Martyrs in the parking lot on St. Louis there. And uh, the cow didn't go to the bathroom. So we had to, we had to, <laughs> we had to pull from uh, from a basket instead. So but uh, yeah, that was uh, it was a good time. That was that was actually my first introduction to the community. I got to meet a lot. Yeah, of that's a way to meet people right yeah. there at the cow pie bingo. Yeah, yeah you know, that's, that's, that's a, a, no, way that's a normal things. way to meet people. Right? You, yeah. you have you mentioned it. You have a parish name that's different from your school. Yeah. Because of the combination of everything like that. Right. Um, uh, I would imagine keeping the name was basically because of the history of the name yeah. and you would have driven people nuts if they would have said, well, okay, well, we're combining these parishes and we're changing your name. Right. Well, I know that's part of the archdiocese um, program when parishes merge too, so that the schools are not involved in, in the merger, especially of the name. Right. So, so we're Queen of Martyr school of St. Gianna parish. Look at that. Um, that's a yeah. big letterhead. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. But there, you know, there's a lot of strong tradition though, obviously from, you know, many, many classes uh, that, you know, really connect with that Queen of Martyrs name, of course, and that they're wildcats. And I think, uh, you know, the school holding on to that tradition is really important. But being a part of this this larger parish is, has been great, too. I know, uh, you know, that's not an easy thing when parishes combine. But, you know, Father Benedict, the staff, everybody's done a great job. They have great, wonderful committees working on bringing the two parishes together. Uh, and it's been great. The community has been amazing. Honestly. I like your priest. When he became the guy yeah. they were going to put in charge of that whole thing, I think they picked the right guy. Oh, he, yeah, he's he great. Seems like he's got a good head on his shoulders. So what's your target for the first year here? First year principal in Queen of Martyrs. I, I, it's probably like a, a baseball manager showing up on a team. Like you don't want to make massive changes. You want to see how things are working first. Sure. You probably have some ideas. You probably have some things that have been told to you, like these are things we want you to do in the first year. So what's the focus? You know, the good thing is um, I, ha- I had an opportunity in late May, early June um, to get to know some people. I met with our teachers first. I met with some of our parents right off the bat. Um, and I got a sense right from the beginning that, um, you know, there's been some tough times uh, with the parish. There's been a lot of turnover, especially with the principals in the previous year. That's so, true. you know, people are you looking go for... listen on demand to that whole thing. Right. We, I... we still got that episode buried somewhere. There, there you go. And I think people are looking for some, uh, you know, some good... Um, congruency that just keeps moving forward that we keep building positive building off of our traditions that we have so yeah you're not supposed to come in with a wrecking ball you know in your first uh couple weeks um but it was very clear that some renovations needed to happen that people were looking for that 
uh, bringing the community together was really important. So we actually have already completed um, renovations for our primary classes. So our pre-K three through first grade classes got a complete facelift. New carpet in there, new paint, new blinds are on the way. Um, we had an EANS grant that we had through some of the COVID relief where we were able to replace um, a number of our Promethean boards in all the classrooms. Uh, we got 160 new Chromebooks coming and iPads. So I was able to be um, maybe more aggressive than you're supposed to be in your first couple of weeks uh, in the summer before the year started and got some really cool things you know, done. And, uh, but a lot of that was from uh, feedback from our teachers, from our parents, what they were looking to see. Um, and you know, I also got to meet our parents at a back to school uh, meet and greet with the principal over the summer, we had a little event. Um, and just talked about, you know, the importance of the faith to our community, that this is a school of faith, and that's our primary reason that we exist. Um, you know, building on the traditions, the academic excellence that we want to present to our community. Um, and uh, it, it, the, the community's been amazing. They've been very welcoming. It's been, it's been really nice to see. I'm going to give you your opportunity to give your pitch. Yeah. Because I always try to give that to all these different school administrators that come in here. And sure. I always find the pitch interesting from the the Catholic school people. And trust yeah. me, you got me. Yeah. I, I've spent a lot of money. I mean, I'm getting completely destroyed this year. Like I talk about the house. <laughs> like I just want to make it the summer yeah. when at least one of them's out of Catholic school now. Because I got the senior at Macaulay. That's expensive. Yeah. Brother Rice, not as expensive, but expensive. Yeah. And then... I got Redeemer as well. Yeah. All right. So it's a big investment for parents. Yeah. You know, and when we're talking Evergreen Park people, you mentioned, of course, there's you got a big Mount Greenwood contingent that's over there. But here on the EP podcast, you, there are people that, you know, may consider martyrs, especially if they're in that area right by where the school is and stuff like that. And they've got good schools. These Evergreen Park Public Schools are pretty no solid. You no know doubt. what I'm saying? Like, I, they, you can you can get after CPS's stuff, but the Evergreen Park Schools do pretty do a pretty good job. So, what do you what do you tell parents when they're when they're looking at your school? And have you have you gotten into the recruiting or the explaining it part of this yet, or are you too new? Uh, no, we've so that's already been a conversation that we've had about enrollment. We want to grow enrollment. Uh, you know, I think one you know renovating the building, revitalizing some of our spaces is part of that, but um, what I say is you've got two, again, for the public school options, you got Southwest right next to us. You've got Mount Greenwood school, which is an excellent school. They're very good schools. I, I, and you're fighting with Redeemer and too, you're fighting with so other, close. right. And you're sure you're fighting with <laughs> other is, great Catholic man, schools as well. You are in the middle well. of it. You're I right. am. Yeah, we are. We are definitely in the middle of it. Um, but you know, I, I think, especially in today's age, you know, I, I think to have your child in a setting where they're they're praying, you know, and they're they're going to mass and they're hearing about God in their their regular classes as well, not just their religious classes, but um, you know, to develop that relationship God with God to me is is essential, and that's what I want my children to to do as well. Um, and then to offer that community too, right? You know, the not just the kids hanging out with the kids because that's a great thing. But you know where your kids are. You know who their parents are. You get to know everybody from from the sports, from the men's club, from our you know all our different organizations. So you know you could see that extension of what your values are at home and what you're trying to teach your kids. And they're constantly around that. You know, not that we're perfect. We make mistakes as well, no doubt. Um, but you know, I my daughter, uh, my youngest daughter, when she uh, started off school in kindergarten. Uh, she came home. We were actually home for the first two weeks as we got COVID right off the bat uh, when they started school. So 
um, when she came home two weeks later, she was a little nervous going into the school. Um, and all the kids were waiting at the window for her, waving at her, trying to tell her to come in. But she came home and she showed me a little video on her phone. And it was just a little song of the kids singing a song like, We Love Jesus. I don't even remember all the lyrics right, right. to it. I got tears in my eyes from that, though. You know, I welled up a little bit because to me, that that's what it's about. Of course, academic excellence and getting involved, all very important. And that's what we're about, too. But to teach your kids to be good people, right, and to serve other people and to, you know, to put your faith into action. That's that's what I'm all about. I think that's what our Catholic schools are all about. Um, that's what Queen of Martyrs is all about. You know, so um, that that's that's the easy pitch, I think. You know, I think it's that's, yeah, when you pitch. when you hear that and you see it in practice, that's what you want. Okay, the guy's got a pitch. He's also got he's also got a Queen of Martyrs shirt on. You didn't need to dress up for this. It's audio. but I, That's okay. <laughs> but I, but I, I've been looking at it the whole time while you're sitting here at the bar, and I've been like, I mean, like, does he have to go home and immediately remove it? Because I get uh, Jim Rominski comes in here yeah. and is doing the football Fridays uh, throughout the season for Evergreen Park High School. Yeah. Uh, Jim Sexton's the basketball coach. Uh, these guys have dropped off Evergreen Park High School stuff. Yeah. And when my rice kid comes walking in a door, he yells at me <laughs> for wearing it because I'm a rice alum yeah. and he's at rice. And he's like, I don't care if they give you a free shirt. Get it off of my house. He starts yelling. There's, like, and that isn't even a rivalry. Do sure. your kids make you take off the Queen of Martyrs shirt when you walk no, in the door? No, they, no. They tease me a little bit with it. But, <laughs> you know, the good thing is, so my son is playing football and a lot of our guys at Queen of Martyrs play with the Redeemer guys at uh, for football. So, uh, you know, it's a it's a neighborhood rivalry, but it's a fun rivalry. The kids get get along and they, you know, they play with each other and are friends in different sports from Evergreen Park baseball or whatever it might be. So no, awesome. it's, all, it's all in good fun. All right. Good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, Steve Davidson is the brand new principal over at Queen of Martyrs. Uh, I would imagine if you have any questions for him, reach out to Queen of Martyrs and he will he'll he'll chit chat with you. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me. now time for your EP podcast word on the street brought to you by the brand new spoke and vine wine bar and bottle shop northeast corner of 95th and Kedzie great food incredible small plates shareable 21 and over you gotta have a place where you can get away from the kids and an incredible selection of wines check them out today again on the northeast corner of 95th and Kedzie. Joining me on the phone line right now, helping me out with everything that's going on around Evergreen Park, is Glenn Panuski from The Village. How are you, Glenn? I am doing well. I gotta tell you something. I saw you last over at that picnic in the park. You look fantastic. Thank you. Well, uh, just a reminder, of course, that I mean, the rec department's been so busy, and uh, just a reminder, of course, that on Monday, the 4th of uh, September, that will be, which is Labor Day, we've got the City Lights Orchestra coming in over at Sexton Park at 91st and Rockwell. And there's a five o'clock concert followed by uh, fireworks. 
So obviously there'll be a little, after the concert's over, there'll be a little delay, wait for it to get a little darker so you can uh, have some liquid refreshment because <laughs> I'll be out there that night. And uh, that'll be a fun time. And hopefully the weather will cooperate. So the long range forecast says uh, we should be fine. Awesome. Good to hear. What else you got coming up? Oh my gosh, the, the rec department has been busy. They've got a, a girls a, a girls night out back to school on Friday, September 15th. They've got their little Mustangs basketball classes beginning on the 10th of uh, September. Uh, cheer tumbling on the 21st. They've been busy. You know, you can look up everything online and the beauty of it is that you know the whole, the whole program book is online of course, but then uh, for the last year, year and a half now, you can sign. You don't even have to come into the community center. We like you to, but uh, you can register for any of those uh, classes uh, right through your phone, right through the website. So, so they've been busy. Oh, just a reminder also, our, the Office of Citizen Services and then that the Senior uh, Council, that Memories to Go, that big garage sale. Uh, the good news there is all the vendor spots are all sold out. So please, on um, Saturday, September 9th, uh, pop in from 9 to 2 over at Eukich Field for the biggest garage sale in Evergreen Park. Uh, a lot to choose from. I will be there uh, with a table. Oh, you're selling stuff. What what kind of wares are at a Glenn Panuski table? Depends on what I pull out of my garage on Labor Day weekend, okay? <laughs> no, we've got so much baby stuff that, you know, we just never, you know, I mean, my kids are you know, 23, 24 years old. We have a serious purge coming, not of the kids, but of the baby stuff. So, yeah, I, I will definitely be there. Seniors may all want to write in Thursday, September the 21st, because the first Senior Council Luncheon of the year uh, takes place here at the Community Center on that day with Chicken Tetrazzini uh, for lunch with entertainment by uh, a fellow named Don Rietzma. And of course, you know Paisha with the youth department, she's always busy. She's got sewing classes coming up beginning in early September. She's got a, a paint and snack in the youth garden on Tuesday the 29th. She's got a back to school ice cream social coming on Thursday the 31st. Uh, this is all grades five to 12 over there in the youth room. She never stops, you've talked to Paisha. So um, Candlelight Theater begins again this September with uh, on Saturday, September 16th, we have something called the Candlelight Candlelight Cabaret, which is about an hour, hour, 10 minutes of music and comedy, followed by a wine and cheese uh, uh, table. Um, is that just a, a, a table made of wine and cheese, or that's a table that's got the wine and cheese on there? How big is the selection? That's actually what it looks like, yes. No, that's a, we have, you know, we've got uh, appetizers and fruit, and and uh, then our friend Tim, who I, you, you know Tim, he acts as our bartender, so... Um, and that's, that'll be an enjoyable evening. Uh, $22 for adults, $20 for seniors, and the tickets will be available right after Labor Day. That's, a, that's one where we have the, the tables out on the floor. It, it's a real nice evening. Uh, and, of course, I wanted to talk to you long range. We'll talk about this before, but on the 21st of October, our fourth annual Fantasy Fest. So hopefully you can join us then. So that was just a real quick wrap-up of things that are, are coming up, all of those available on our website. Site. And, of course, I would uh, like to visit you more sometimes over the next uh, month or so. <laughs> and also in there somewhere is the next Oktoberfest. I believe that, yes, that is the uh, the 7th. And as I hurry up... Is that official now? Book, I, didn't I, want, I didn't want to give it out. Oh, it's official is, now? Oh, it's even, yeah, that is in, yeah, that is in our, our program book. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The EP podcast will be at that as well. That is so much fun. I had a 
I had a blast there last year, just walking around, taking pictures. The temperature was perfect. You know, that they used to do that as a day in the park in late June, and it was always 112 degrees. And the fact that they moved that into October, it's into October it, it's just nice and comfortable, and we have a good turnout, and it's a fun time. Yes, are you doing the beer hoisting uh, uh, competition? I'll be doing the Stein hoisting competition, then I'll also be Stein hoisting throughout the day myself. So, yeah. yeah that, I, right, I get you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Glenn. Well, hey, uh, thanks so much for jumping on. Lots of stuff right there. Uh, you can check out the Village website if you want to If you want to see more. And uh, thanks so much for jumping on the EP podcast. Thank you, sir. Keep well. Building relationships, supporting the community, and service. These are the things that Country Financial stands for. They're more than just an office you may pass by as you drive through Evergreen Park. They're neighbors who lend a helping hand and support the fabric of your community, including charitable organizations, sports, financial education, and civic organizations. And since Country is already your neighbor, they want to get together and chat. Call your local Country Financial Representative, Mike Thauer, today at 708-425-1559 to talk about the things that are important to you and how he can help you protect them. Sitting down here at the Nine Foot Homemade Oak Bar, I got a couple of guys that we heard from this time last year who then got me to do live streaming television for the first time that I had done it in a long time, and they kind of suckered me into it. And then this year, I'm very excited to uh, to kind of go back and, and, and do it again with them over at Most Holy Redeemer for their day of giving coming up on September the 7th. Bob Dugan's down here. Dean Reedy is down here. How are you guys? Excellent. How are we doing? We're doing good. Thank I'm you. Good. I'm Thanks good. Thanks for having us, Chris. Of course. You know, I mean, the bar's always open. We're back. <laughs> you guys can stop by anytime you want to. You're, you're totally fine. Uh, so day of giving, just to kind of like recap this for anybody that didn't hear about it. I, all these different schools will have booster clubs. Public schools all have booster clubs. We've heard from a few of them recently in the last couple of months. Uh, there's different clubs that raise money for some of the high schools. And then what we have is a private group here in which you guys had this one big day last year, which from what I understand, you raised over $100,000 in pledges, which is insane to me with one day of giving. Tell me a little bit about the group again for anybody that may not remember last year when you sat down here and why day of giving is such an important thing. So um, the MHR School Foundation was uh, was essentially founded by a group of parents and it was uh, the idea behind it was to kind of build an endowment um, to help offset or work with um, Dan Turney and the administration in terms of trying to help offset some of the operating deficit. But um, the long-term goal really is is to build an endowment to help ensure that the um, Holy Redeemer students can continue to uh, receive a quality-based education, you know, and the school can can continue to support that. That's awesome. And so then you do just this day or you do other things throughout the year? Yep. So we're, we've had, we have some other uh, fundraising events. Uh, this is our, our main one, our major one. Um, we've also had uh, Raider uh, races, uh, which is kind of uh, an online uh, through Facebook. It's gambling. Uh, it's well, the best. It's the best. You it's all South Side. No, I mean, but that's a South Side thing. I mean, yes. we do that to sign up people at events. We do we do pod squares where people like subscribe to the show and have a chance to win money. We've been doing it now for the last two years. Like I remember when I thought to myself, how do I get people to participate and sign up for the podcast? What do people on the South Side love more than squares? And I was like, nothing. And you guys have basically figured out how to have essentially an online fictitious horse race where Correct. people can. You know, they, they, if they're part of the Facebook group, 
They they know what the entry is. They put it in. They know it's basically a fundraiser, but somebody's going to win some big prize. Correct. And they do. It's called the Raider Races, right on Facebook. Correct. Yep. So that that's been another major fundraiser for us. So between the uh, Day of Giving and the Raider Races, which are is actually going to be coming back this fall, it's, uh, taking a little bit of a hiatus. But um, so those are two major fundraisers that we've been trying to do. And again, the goal was really to help tap some of the um, other markets or demographics that. Uh, we haven't been really tapping into over the last uh, five or 10 years, um, alumni being a major one and a lot of other parishioners to kind of help support the school. Are you still doing the same thing then this year? Is it going to be a, a live thing, sit down like for about an hour, have a couple of guests come in and sit down? Uh, I remember we were at Barocco's last year. Are we are we thinking the same thing on the 7th? Take people through what the day of giving will entail, how they can watch, how they can participate. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we're trying to piggyback off the success of last year. So we do plan on having some uh, live streaming throughout the day, have some different folks um, from the school come and uh, share some stories. And um, actually this year, we're going to also at the end of the day, sort of have a celebration and have a little cocktail hour so that people can come. Uh, this year it lands on a Thursday, so typically Thursday night. People don't care what night it is, Bob, in this neighborhood. They're going to show up. So you're having a party after the day is over, over at Baracos. So who's invited to that? Is there like a door charge? How does that work? You don't know yet. We I hit don't you with know the hard yeah, questions. Yeah, we're going to play it by you just know that you're, um, you're going to B-Rocks is what yeah, you're telling just me. just head to B-Rocks. Oh, Dean, uh, all that Bob cared about was he's going to B-Rocks <laughs> with some beers at the end of it. That's, that's all he right. cared about. That's all he was concerned about. All are welcome, as, uh, <laughs> as the signs say around the neighborhood, right? All are welcome. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it'll be towards the end of the day, so on your way home from work or afterwards, uh, stop up, and uh, we'll be up there, and um, we'll have some things going on that night as well. So Our two guests down here, of course, brought to you by SidSauce.net. The hot sauces developed in Evergreen Park, from the peppers being grown here to the sauces being mixed here. I saw right at the top of their page at SidSauce.net recently, the Mango Ate Your Baby in stock, one of the best hot sauces I've ever had. See all of their products and get them delivered to your door at SidSauce.net. Baracos has been helping you guys with this because they hosted you last year. They're having this thing on Thursday. What's that relationship like? It's very, very strong. I mean, Baracos has been very uh, generous to us over the years. We have a, just a really uh, strong partnership and relationship with them. Um, they've been very supportive of the school and really the entire community uh, over the years. So um, Baracos has actually signed on. They've been very generous. They've signed on as the exclusive sponsor, uh, the premier sponsor this year for our Day of Giving event. And so we're going to have, as you mentioned earlier um, in this broadcast, um, we're, we're gonna actually going to have a live broadcast from their main dining room um, during the day, and then we're going to have the event uh, later on in the evening. So that's kind of like our home base. Um, obviously, the proximity is, is helps us out tremendously, but again, our, our relationship is very strong um, with uh, Nick and Fran Baracco. Who are we thinking about having on the uh, on the live stream? We got any ideas yet? You got Father Paul back in town. Maybe we can get him to show up in his fatigues. Yeah, get him going, Father Paul. He could, we have, he could uh, fill an entire hour. I've we have Mayor uh, Mayor Burke is is going to be Mayor um, Burke. Yep, as okay. she she uh, is very uh, generous with her time. Um, she was on last year, and she's going to be back again this can year. Can we get Highland a couple of beers before he goes on? He's yeah. like a one word answer. <laughs> I mean, I love the guy, but the pastor is like a one word answer over there. I'm like, I ask him a question, he's like, Yeah, 
Yeah, that's right, Chris. And then I have to come up with another question. Like that's he right. killed me. Yeah. Keep shining your toes. Open oh, he was questions. He was like he he reminded me of all the training I picked up over years of broadcasting. Like I had to draw upon that to interview him. Everybody else was real easy. He was like, oh my goodness, like what do I come up with now next sure. for the next question? Because I'll ask him a question and like I get like five words, and then he just looks at the camera. He was killing me last year. So Father Island and then Dan, Dan Turney, of course, um, and then uh, possibly some some of the other faculty members yeah. um, on. So, um, yeah, we're excited. I mean, it's Phil Johannet, be... Bob Dugan, uh, <laughs> yeah. some of the guests. Uh, be... Bob, didn't you have to do filler last year? Yeah, lots get a guest? of filler. That's true. I forget who we was had, late. We had but, to bring you on uh, because yeah. somebody was running later, had the time wrong. Father Highland. Yeah, actually, we, had to, yeah. we had to run 15 minutes of, of stories with Bob, uh-huh, which yeah. was good so, stuff. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> Let's do it after the cocktail hour. Yeah. See if it's a different conversation. <laughs> All right. So the goal this year, I remember last year, the goal was eighty thousand dollars. You had a phrase for it last right. year. I eighty remember. for eighty. So 80 we had, for it was 80. the 80th anniversary of the school. Right. So is it eighty-one for eighty-one? It is. Really? It is eighty-one for eighty-one. <laughs> so we're 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 optimistic though that we're going to exceed that again. Well, you beat that last year. Yes. I feel like you're like we know we can beat that. <laughs> we're just going to go with eighty-one for eighty-one. But uh, that's fine. That's good. If yes. you get eighty-one, that's that's big. What did what did the money get used for last year? I mean, I we always have fundraisers on, and then I really never get to follow up with the people afterwards. Like you guys got a ton of money last year. Give me, can you give me? You don't have to give me every dollar. I'm, sure. I'm not concerned that Bob has a new garage and you have a. <laughs> Sports car. I'm more. I'm more concerned about like third garage. A co- yeah, a couple garage, of them. A yeah. couple, like just a couple of things. Like, how's your new summer home that you bought? No, I mean, like, like how, like, what do we, what did we see come out of that last year that you can kind of point to for so people? Really, like combined effort between the Raider races and the Dave Giving, we were able to cut a, a very generous or significant check to the school for the roof project. Okay, uh, so it was north of fifty thousand. Oh, I remember that from last yep. year. That was a big deal. So yes. it was north of fifty grand that we actually donated. Um, but really, the goal is to is to build an endowment um, where that's going to be able, we're going to be able to invest it and grow this um, so that we we have um, you know really uh, capital to help support the the budget each year. Yeah, I would imagine that you guys have lots of conversations because I know every time I talk to a club, the club will sit there and say, okay, fine, then we raise this money. And then we have to kind of like listen to them tell us what they need it for. And sometimes we have to go, "Eh, that isn't really what it was for. You know, you have to kind of figure out like, does it make sense for all the that does this actually help long term? Do you guys run into that when you went with the fund? Yeah, I was just gonna say, I mean, we get a lot of people saying, Hey, things are so great right now with the school, it's flourishing. Like, why don't we get an extra third grade uh, teacher? Yeah, and you're like, Well, I don't know if that really do we want to blow it all on one year's salary, right? Like, I mean, like that is that worth it? Correct. But you know, things are great and there are short term goals that the administration has that we can certainly help out with. Um, the school is doing well, uh, kids are getting great education there, but there's always more that we can be doing, you know, um, if you think, you know, big scale, there can be additional wings for STEM labs and those types of things. So I'm sure there's some initiatives that people have over there that they want our help with short term. And then like Dean said, we're planting these seeds now because as things are good, this is the time to really, um, to really get aggressive and start building this thing for the future generations where, you know, maybe down the road, things aren't as good. Excellent stuff. Well, I'm, I'm looking forward to the day of giving. I was laughing because my, my wife said, are you helping out this year with it? I said, they asked me, 
I said, I don't know what day it is. And she goes, you have a sign in the front lawn. <laughs> I'm like, I have a sign in the front lawn? She's like, yeah, you must have said, yeah, we're in. And then they must have just stuck a sign on the front lawn. So you guys are everywhere. So I had to go out and look at the sign. It's on the 7th of September. Yep. Okay. I'm excited about it. Should be an awful lot of fun. And uh, again, good luck to you this year. You did a great job last year. So, I mean, I know you're going for 81, but let's shoot a little bit higher. We wanted to, uh, I just want to mention real quick, we kind of have a unique uh theme this year with the uh, day of giving, giving oh, yeah? back. Uh-huh. And so um, the goal is that we're going to have different grade levels, uh, usually, you know, probably in blocks of three, the primary grades that are going to um, do some different projects to help support and service the community. Um, we're going to have the middle school uh, work on some um, box lunches or box dinners to help for the with the food pantry. And then we're going to have the junior high, the upper grades actually go into the community and deliver those um, goods into the into the community or in, to help service community. The goal really is to help promote Catholic education and showcase you know what supporting Catholic education is going to uh, is going to do. That's awesome. So, so you're asking for money, but you're going out and you're doing stuff at the yes, same time. The service like in the community. I yep. like that. Look at you guys. Man, oh man. Starting early with that philanthropic uh, <laughs> efforts with the kids. Whatever, Bob's just waiting for Thursday night beers and beer. <laughs> That's right. That's Ta- all he's waiting for. Taco truck tonight <laughs> at softball. That's all that's on my mind right now. It's the EP Podcast. All things Evergreen Park. It's the EP Podcast. Evergreen Park. Check, check, one, two. You're fine. I've already been checking you. We are the world. We are the children. <laughs> Little did I know we're actually lying right now. Yeah, right. That's going to play at the end of the show. Yeah. <laughs>